Heaven and I, yeah, have you ever been to heaven and I? Heaven and I. Yo, that, that song from Petty was fire. What's going on, gang? I'm in a good mood today. What's going on? It's your boy, Fanta Fuego. Here to bring you the news, views, previews, and reviews. With just a twist of his ghetto point of view. How's the y'all week going? It's a crazy day. January 6th, a lot going on today, it's January 6th, huh. got all type of rallies happening around the country, votes being tallied, people ratified, people standing up saying, no, 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 we will not have this, and other people ready for the shits going to be an interesting day. It's going to be a very interesting day. Um, We're going to jump into some tunes. We're going to be in and out of this ratification at the, uh, the White on Capitol Hill where they'll be ratifying today's electoral vote. We're going to check that out. We're going to look into some very interesting stories from all over the place this week. It's going to be a good time. It's dope vibes. This is your boy Phantom Fuego bringing you the news, views, previews, and reviews with just a twist of his ghetto point of view. Anchor FM is the place. You can also catch us, of course, on Spotify, Google, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Radio Republic, Overcast, Pocket Radio, any dope place where podcasts are listened to, loved, hated, lifted up, thrown in the gutter. <laughs> we we appreciate it all here. His ghetto point of view. And as always, guys, you can get at us. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. H-I-S-G-H-E-T-T-O. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. Super appreciate the love, gang. Uh, Jump into some music real quick, and we'll get right to it. Shit, it's going to be a fun one. Let's go. Let's have some fun. (laughs) Yeah, so we're back. We're back. As I stated, we were going to jump in and out, checking in on the... Senate hearing where they're tabulating the votes and everything was going, you know, smooth and regular until Arizona's vote came up and uh, there were several objections by the Republicans about the authenticity. I'm just going to use the word authenticity. You know, they tried, they, 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 they were very nice in how they said it, that the votes that were, that came were not arrived at in, in, in you know, in all in regular means. I mean, you know, there were like some irregularities in how these votes got into the Arizona tally, some of them anyway, and so they had to separate the House and the, and the Senate into their separate chambers and pause it. I'm, a, I'm, you know, I'm getting more and more into, you know, politics and, you know, understanding the importance of, of, of understanding not only just the, the, the presidential race, but local politics, all the way down to school boards and, you know, zoning commissions, things like that, because those things really play a big part in your neighborhood, and I highly recommend anybody who 
has the wherewithal to get into it, please, you know, think about how you can make a difference in your local community. Because we could talk about wanting to be, have differences made, or we could be the difference that we see should be made, you know? We can be that difference that we see should be made. So I'm more for that. I'm more for, for let's, let's do that. Let's be the difference we see should be made. And uh, let's do dope things to make a difference in our world and our community. So they about to get the, they about to get the slugging back there. Oh, it's going down. It's about to be. Oh, man. But like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm all for the whole electoral process being exercised. Because, I mean, you don't really get to see this too often, you know? There's been about four times in history where there's been contested elections, so to speak. It was a very interesting article, uh, Smithsonian, Mag- Smithsonian Magazine, you know? Shout out to the Smithsonian. Smithsonian Institute went out there in their magazine. This was about uh, a year ago this article was dropped. If you just Google, uh, times there were uh, the election was contested in Smithsonian Magazine or if you just you know web search that whichever platform you use uh, you know that'll come you know very interesting article will come up check it out man um, for those you know that like that are interested in that type of thing it's a dope read and for those that are not even interested in these type of things sometimes it's just good to know these things you know especially you know I see now we're in a time where there's even more interest in the political process than ever. Those who were already interested in the political process, it kind of ramped up. And those who, who may not have had an interest made are now starting to generate, get some interest. And they're seeing that how the local and national races affect them, their families, you know, and their ambitions from, from, from business stance. And, you know, those things are very important. Very, very important. So uh, always good to look at that. Always good to pay that key mind and attention because um, if the policies that are in place in your community really do shape your life, whether you whether you, you know you think about those things or not, all that stuff is nonsense. Uh, uh, uh. Now those laws, those policies, and those laws really do shape how things go in your community. So you know the more of an understanding that you have, it at the better you can kind of get around certain things, circumnavigate the system, kind of, you know, make it even to your benefit in some cases if you really start to understand how things work, you know, nothing is absolute in a society where things are crazy and racist and all that, you can still get to it and make opportunities for yourself if you really understand how to play within the box, be as much of a rebel as you can within you know, the system of how things work because being on the outside of the game trying and, uh, you know, just just trying to play it, it won't happen. So, am I saying go all the way in? Absolutely not. What I am saying is it's good to know things, man, because you never know when information will be of use to you or to someone you are trying to impress or align yourself with or protect or serve, you know, in this, in this great world, you know, the, the people that are of the most use or of the greatest service um, generally go the furthest. I learned that from Russell Simmons um, <clears throat> a very long time ago, as well as uh, Leo Cohen, um, 
just a very dope thing. If you're in the service of others, man, uh, you will go much further than um, just being trying to always self-serve and you know self make yourself happy, make you feel good. You know, being in the service of others, making others' dreams come true, making sure others are securing their personal needs and their basic needs and their spiritual needs and their physical needs and their mental needs and their, you know, whichever, you know, in any of those ways, in any of those categories, in any of those industries which serve those categories, you will really find a way to get to the, get not only get to the bag, but you'll feel good, you know what I'm saying, because you're doing something that helps other people at the same time. And I guarantee you, everybody can find something that is in service of others that they enjoy doing. And get to that. And that may be you having a dope job at some company that allows you to be in service of, of people in a way that you enjoy. Or that may be, you know, venturing out on your own if that's, that's your cup of tea and that's your thing. Whichever one is good for you. going on gangs it's a lot going on in the world it's a lot going on in the world it's a lot going on in the world <laughs> I mean stuff is absolutely crazy stuff is absolutely crazy how was y'all week though was it good as crazy as it can be uh was it like, uh, were, you, were you out in Cali? If so, you know, shout out to my Cali people. Um, I know some of y'all weeks was crazy, but did the cops try to remove bullets from your back after shooting you when you were not doing anything wrong? Just minding your business? <laughs> You'd be like, what? <laughs> no, there's no way the cops... Do the, cop, do the, the cops do that? The cops take bullets back out of people that they shot into them? I had no clue that that shit happened. <laughs> I had no idea that the cops will remove bullets out of you that they shot into you <laughs> and fuck up your whole case. <laughs> According to the New York Post, an article from the from Christmas, of course. This is the gift that keeps giving right here. California cops allegedly removed bullets from by hand after shooting him a lawsuit claims uh, California cops shot a teenager twice in the back then removed the bullets quote-unquote by hand before paramedics arrived a federal lawsuit claims <laughs> what <laughs> the lawsuit filed this week claims that officers in the Bay Area's city of Haywood wrongfully shot the 17 year old in the back in June then took out the bullets themselves and dropped the teen off at a juvenile facility Mercury News reported it's barbaric. The way in which they tried to minimize the harm they caused this young man, Adante Pointer, the lawyer for the team's family, told the newspaper, it's completely inappropriate. And fortunately, it didn't cause more severe damage to him, the attorney added. Yeah, because I mean, that, that can cause all type of unnecessary harm like I mean you could depending on where you, you you taking bullets out of somebody's back what, what if you paralyze them what if they lose feeling in that area what if you know 
you gave him so much nerve damage that all the sensation in a particular area is going and won't recover. What if, you know, the bullet would have got pushed in further into a lung or something? I mean, what are we talking about? Like, this is crazy. The article goes on to say it's completely inappropriate. Unfortunately, it didn't cause most of their damage. Pointer also posted photos of the unarmed team's wounds on Twitter. Cops did this to this kid when the eyes of the world were looking. He wrote in another post, imagine what happens when no one is looking. Lawsuit filed Monday claims a teenager fell asleep in his cousin's car near the scene of a looting in the midst of a Black Lives Matter protest in the city. Police said cops were dispatched to a CVS pharmacy in the area on reports of looting. The teenager, however, claims he woke up around 4 a.m. on June 1st, frightened and confused, and drove past the cops who opened fire and struck him in the back. This is this all just sounds confusing. Haywood Police Officer Samuel Thomason said he believed the vehicle was going to hit him, so he opened fire, Mercury News said. The second cop, police officer Stephen Akaxos, also fired, believing that the partner, his partner had either been shot or struck by the vehicle. How do you believe somebody been struck by a vehicle? I mean, that's something you can clearly see, you know? Oh my God, you've been hit by the car. Oh, oh my God, no, you were not. <laughs> oh no. What the fuck? Come on, man. The teen crashed the car and fled and hid in the bushes where he was found by police and arrested on suspicion of assault with a deadly weapon on a police officer. The charge was later dropped, the newspaper said. I feel like they all saw, all they saw was a black face and just believed he did a crime, said the teenager's mother, Jael Barnes. Not only does he now have these physical wounds, he has these mental wounds as well, which will, will never go away. Hey, what police refer to? questions to the city's attorney's office. City attorney Michael Lawson declined to comment because the city had not yet been served with the lawsuit. It's unclear what happened to the bullets allegedly moved by the cops. What type of craziness? What type of craziness? Oh y'all, oh y'all pulling bullets out now? That's where we at? That's where we at with it? I mean, that's, wow, that's, that's, that's crazy, that's, that's insane, like, come on, like, oh man. This kid, nothing but man, healing, bro. This, I don't care how much money you get from the city, bro. This is, this is disgusting beyond a different, on a different level. 
This is a different caliber of disgusting. I don't care what y'all say. This is crazy. This, this makes no sense. How can we even justify this type of behavior in our communities? How can we justify letting anybody get away with that? I'm just saying, how can anybody get away with that? It makes absolutely no sense to me. No sense at all. Feel free to get at me and let me know that I'm bugging, that it's okay, that it makes, that it's perfectly fine, that the bullets that are alleged, were allegedly lodged in this young gentleman's back from him doing absolutely nothing are now mysteriously gone, that they tried to charge him with assaulting the officer, but their assault charges, the charges against him were dropped. If he did something to the officer, he should be charged with a crime and let it play out in court. This is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. Just like if these officers put bullets in this young man's back and then had the nerve to remove them. Which could have done anything. Which could have caused so much additional damage to this young man. Could have killed him in the process. And they, they, they deserve whatever comes. And to hide them behind their shields and behind some type of blue wall of silence. Come on, guys. I got friends that's cops. This is this 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 can't go. This can't be cool, man. Like, come on, man. Talk. Talk to me, man. Let me know. Like, his ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. Officers that's out there, let me know I'm bugging. Tell me, tell me why this makes sense to you. Please, I'm open to perspectives. This is crazy. When I'm hearing this shit, don't make no sense. This makes absolutely no sense. This is bugged out. This is confusing as hell. I don't. understand the posters of paper that's written a particular way every paper has a narrative that they push in they they want to give people buttons get people upset you know sensationalized things all those things is true if it bleeds it leaves all these all these things all of that is absolutely 100% fact but if this happened or anything close to this happened to this young man a the charges against him were dropped so Whatever happened, that is, I understand, that doesn't mean he didn't do anything and he's an angel, but whatever happened, it, it didn't pass the threshold that they felt that it could get something substantial and it was worth pursuing. And B, he has two holes in his back, which came from, allegedly from firearm, and the bullets is gone. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? What are we talking about now? This is crazy. If this is if this type of stuff can't get retribution and get dealt with properly, then then what will? What will? What would it take? What would it take? If the, if this is not enough, what would it take then? Let me know. I ain't trying to get on my soapbox and get Malcolm Martin out here, but 
What would it take, man? Maybe I... I don't know. It's your boy Phantom Fuego. We're going to take a break real quick. We'll be right back. As always, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. I could be anywhere in the world. Y'all here with me. And I love it. Let's go. Today has been absolutely crazy. I wanted to do a special where I was giving, you know, feedback on the uh, the Senate hearings uh, where they were going to do the vote count. But as most people have seen as of now, uh, there's been a curfew being put in place due to a storming of the Capitol. Unfortunately, there's uh, reports that allegedly a girl who was a part of the people that stormed the Capitol, unfortunately, a 16-year-old girl was shot in the face and uh, murdered by the... Uh, Capitol Hill security, um, whether it was a police or a military uh, or secret service, that, that info is not being released at this time. Uh, prayers to that young lady's family. If that's true, that's very unfortunate. But uh, a lot of people stormed the White House during the protesting going on earlier today, uh, which stopped the count after pro- after a uh, A objection was made to Arizona shortly after that they went into break and uh, were not able to come back out of breaks because of everything going on uh, now the uh, National Guard is on site in Washington DC curfew was implemented by the DC mayor um, most notably famous for previously legalizing recreational use of uh, medical of uh, cannabis in D.C. now uh, calling out the National Guard to uh, get people to leave. There were tens of thousands of people in D.C. earlier, and, you know, now it's down to a few thousand, roughly. Um, it's craziness, absolute craziness. People have the right to assemble, people have the right to assemble, people have the right to assemble, but uh, I don't know. Home in the castle, if it got anything productive done, or if it was just if the point was to say, like uh, some of the people from the various groups are saying, we just here to disrupt the count. So, what they just if their whole plan is just to keep disrupting the count. And then, uh, I guess they were uh, successful in that plan. Um, where, where, where does this end though? To what end does this go? What is going on? You know, a lot of people have said, saying, you know, similar. If, if uh, other groups had protested in a similar fashion, they would have been murdered. But people did get murdered, allegedly. So did you want more people murdered? What I, I'm, I'm not understanding sometimes when people make these statements. Um, the, the, the cold, the callous and the cold nature of such a such a statement. Oh, if, if that was Black Lives Matter, they would all be dead. Why would you want any group of people to all be dead? Life is precious, period, man. And um, those that don't value life are so quick to say somebody else should be giving up theirs. 
those who do not value life are very quick to say other people should be giving up theirs. Disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. But yeah, everything from flashbangs to rubber bullets to batons have been used on the protesters. Um, protesters themselves have also fired shots. Um, nothing. Everything is looking crazy right now. What? What is in store for this? What is? What is up next? Who knows? This is crazy. This is absolutely insane. This makes very little sense, guys. But um, to say we didn't see this coming is a bit naive, a bit silly. We all saw the writing on the wall. We all saw these things happening. We all saw the writing on the wall. So, uh, I don't know what to say except here we are. Here we are. So, according to a Forbes article, uh, to switch gears a bit, a, uh, surprising number, quote-unquote to them, a surprising number of frontline doctors are still refusing the vaccines. Um, Large number of healthcare and frontline workers are refusing COVID-19 vaccine, according to the Forbes article. Uh, Despite COVID, the COVID-19 death count in the United States rapidly accelerating, a startling high percentage of healthcare professionals and frontline workers throughout the country who have been prioritized as the early recipients of the coronavirus vaccine are reportedly hesitant and outright refusing to take the vaccine despite clear scientific evidence that the vaccines are safe and effective. Key facts, earlier this week, Ohio Ohio Governor Mike DeWine said that he was troubled by the relatively low number of nursing home workers who have elected to take the vaccine, with Duane stating that approximately 60% of the nursing home staff declined the shot. That is more than half. And if they're saying 60, it could be 70, 75% of the staff of the nurses of health, of nursing home staff are saying they don't want to take it. That's pretty serious. Dr. Joseph Veron, chief of critical care at Houston's United Memorial Medical Center told NPR in December that more than half of the nurses in his unit informed him they would not get the vaccine. Roughly 55% of the surveyed New York Fire Department firefighters said that they would not get the coronavirus vaccine. The coronavirus the Firefighters Association president reported last month. The Los Angeles Times reported Thursday that the hospitals and public public officials in Riverside, California have been forced to figure out how to best allocate unused doses after an estimated 50% of the frontline workers in the country refused the vaccine in the county, excuse me, refused the vaccine. Fewer than half of the hospital workers at St. Elizabeth Community Hospital in Tehima County, California, are more willing to be vaccinated, and around 20 to 40% of LA County's frontline workers have reportedly declined an opportunity to take the vaccine. So my whole thing is, how can you mandate it for this general public if you have all of these healthcare workers saying absolutely not? Dr. Nicola Javadi, the clinical, the chief clinical officer at Chicago's Loretto Hospital, said that a survey was administered 
in December, 40% of the hospital staff said they would not get vaccinated. Here's some, uh, I mean, that's just a lot. That's, that's a ton of people. That is a ton of healthcare workers. That is a ton of medical professionals in different counties and cities in LA, California, uh, saying that they don't want anything to do with this vaccine. Yeah, and I, how can how can we blame how can we blame them? They they have more access to the research. They have access to more behind the scenes research than the standard patient of a hospital, the standard layperson. You know, regular Joe Schmo, me and you. You know may not have as much you know save for my medical the medical professionals that listen to my show love you guys and i appreciate the only little tidbits you give me behind the scenes but most of the uh standard everyday working people would not know what is going on with this vaccine so to have all of these people in medical professions saying no we're not doing this we're not doing this more red flags guys more red flags a key background, a, resi- a recent survey by the Kaiser Family Foundation, the, the article continues, found that 29% of the healthcare workers were hesitant to receive the vaccine, citing concerns related to the potential side effects and a lack of faith in the government to ensure the vaccines were safe. Frontline workers in the United States are disproportionately Black and Hispanic. The pandemic has taken an out, quote-unquote, outsized toll on this segment of the population, which has reportedly accounted for roughly 65% of the fatalities in cases which there are race and ethnicity data. A study published by the Journal of Lancet, the Journal Lancet over the summer found that healthcare workers of color were more than twice as likely as their white counterparts to test positive for the coronavirus, according to Pew Research Center polls published in December. Vaccine skepticism is highest among black Americans as less than 43% said they would definitely slash probably Get a COVID-19 vaccine. <laughs> Dr. Juvati told NPR there's no transparency between pharmaceutical companies or research companies or the government sometimes on how many people from black and Latino communities were involved in research of the vaccine. Because honestly, it was probably very, very little. And why would people want to take a vaccine when they weren't even comfortable to participate in the trials of the vaccine? And this thing is happening so quick. Some people are arguing that the trial is going on in real time in our faces. And that's why you're having all of these, quote unquote, allergic reactions. But I digress. They all think that it's meant to harm specific sectors of the population. In an op-ed published in the New York Times earlier this week, emergency physician Benjamin Thomas and Monique Smith wrote that The vaccine reluctance is a direct consequence of the medical system's mistreatment of black people and past atrocities, such as the unethical surgeries performed by J. Marion Sims and the Tuskegee syphilis study. Best exemplifies the culture of medical exploitation, abuse, and neglect of black Americans. I mean, and to try to minimize that, would, would be wrong. People have, you know, true grievances about the history of medical care or lack thereof, medical experimentation, medical exploitation, you know, Henrietta Lacks. I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, what, what can you say? I've heard the Tuskegee more times than I can count in the past month. And you know, 
It's a valid, valid concern, said Dr. Juvati. To watch for... What to watch for? Dr. Anthony Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, said in a Friday interview that it is quite possible that the COVID-19 vaccine could be required for international travel. It means they're going to mandate the thing if they don't get the numbers they want. Big numbers, 40 million. They, that's their goal. In early December, the government officials said they plan to have 40, 40 million doses available by the end of 2020, which would be enough to fully vaccinate 20 million Americans. However, according to the CDC, less than 3 million Americans have received the first dose of the vaccine, with 14 million doses having been distributed. They're not getting the doses. They're not getting the they're not getting this distributed and executed as fast as they would like. I saw uh, Anthony, uh, uh, Governor Cuomo, uh, issuing very harsh words to the hospital saying that they need to vaccinate people faster. Like, what are they supposed to do? Like, are you really expect? Do you really want people to just be forced to at gunpoint to take the vaccine? Because sometimes these words sound very harsh and almost militant in, in nature. And if that's the game plan. You know, if the game if the game plan is to force people at gunpoint to take this, then I mean, how how is that gonna go? How, I mean, that's that's not democracy. That's that's dictatorship. That's that's exactly what people are in Washington allegedly fighting against right now. You know, the message the message may be skewed. Some people may feel that the person they're fighting to save is the true dictator. I mean, it just goes to show that there's so much confusion. There's so much confusion. There's so much confusion going on. And uh, it's problems all around. It's problems all around. All I can say is, you know, from my ghetto point of view, I'm not trying to be nobody getting pig. And I know ain't nobody, I know trying to be nobody getting pig. And uh, if we don't feel comfortable with these vaccines, you know, you just can sit there on the shelf and stay frosty. And that's that. <laughs> that's all the way that. You know, I understand that that comes with sacrifices. But at some point, what, when do we put our foot down? When do we make a stand? When do we say we are ready to not be bullied anymore? And not be led astray and not be made to be, quote unquote, the guinea pigs of things. It doesn't make any sense. At some point, it has to be said that this is not okay this is a serious problem and uh people have to take a stand at some point about something because if you don't stand for something you will fall for absolutely any and everything they attempt to do and not saying this is an issue of to stand for or not for you personally that's things that's choices you have to make in your heart but if it's me i'm telling you you know they could keep those they could keep my two and frost they keep mine you know Hold them, on, hold, them, hold them on ice for me, you know what I'm saying? Let me see how they shake out for a while. To say I've never taken vaccines in my life is, is be a lie. I'm not, I'm not one of those individuals, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, I haven't taken any in quite a while, and I feel, per- I feel perfectly fine, and I don't want to start feeling non-fine, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
I feel there are so many holistic and uh, plant-based approaches that are not being taken into consideration, not being looked into, so many vitamin-based approaches. Um, yeah, I remember the article from Boston, from the doctor at the Boston Medical School where he said vitamin D is really the issue. Um, some new articles have come out saying that it, and it, at least 80% of the coronavirus cases, they are finding a vitamin D deficiency. So if people would just keep their vitamin D up, they could possibly, possibly, possibly avoid the need for serious incubation, being on breathing machines. And if they do get COVID, the, you know, the having serious respiratory issues because at the end of the day, SARS-CoV-2 is a respiratory issue and vitamin D, the hormone, the super super vitamin, whatever you want to consider it, it is amazing against respiratory issues among tons of other things. It is just really, really, really good. And of course, the most natural, holistic way you can get it, which will break down the easiest in your system is to get out in the sun and get some of that good old sunlight, you know, as much with as much of your clothes off as possible so it can really seek, seek deep down in. But, uh, Alternatively to that, you know, there's tons of supplements you can take, you know, get you some nice, good supplements, find some foods that are dense and rich in the, in the hormone or the vitamin, vitamin D, have you think about it. And uh, it looks like the cops and starting to really get irate and, and, and starting to get angry, starting to get serious. Uh, the curfews have passed starting to get serious people are starting to be forcefully removed from Washington DC area the curfews have passed people are starting to be forcefully removed from the Washington DC area from Capitol Hill from anywhere around the monuments it's getting crazy out there please anybody who's out there be safe be safe be smart be safe be smart practice your first amendment rights practice your right to to civilly assemble and practice your your freedom of speech practice your right to legally bear arms if that's what you're also doing as well practice all of your rights do them in a way that is safe for yourselves and everyone even the officers just are people at the end of the day who want to go home and very much Many of them don't even sometimes agree with what they're tasked to do, but they just want to do it as safely as possible so they can get home to their peoples. And, you know, if you got to get apprehended and taken down to the precinct or whatever, they're trying to do that in as safe and as amicable a way as possible. Nine times out of ten. The ten out of the tenth one, you're always going to have those guys that want to show out, that want to show that they're, you know, they're down or whatever and you know they want they they working for their bonuses you know what i'm saying they working for the bonus but but you know eight out of ten seven out of ten if you want to say seven out of ten fine 70 percent of them are just people that just do a job that's just trying to get home and you know they don't want the static as just as much as the citizens don't but the difference is they got the legal pass to put the foot in that ass so <laughs> You know, anything you do, you can do what you do and protect yourself and all that. But just know whatever you do, 
you know what I'm saying? You're liable to possibly catch a charge. At this point in the game, people might not even be worried about that because they feel like stuff is so lawless. If, you know, if these lawless things can go on in this country, then why should I catch a charge just for protesting? You know, at the, simultaneously right now, reported it was reported that the uh, there's a big issue going on in Kenosha behind the Jacob Blake shooting. Um, the officers who were in the Jacob Blake uh, shooting were, uh, it has been reported, will not face any charges um, because of the reported knife that was allegedly found in Jacob Blake's vehicle. Uh, who, and you know, most of them are saying Jacob Blake himself admits, allegedly admits that there was a knife in his vehicle, but again, he got shot in his back going away from the officers. So, you know, many people argue, um, particularly uh, Benjamin Crump, civil rights defense attorney, um, who was handling, uh, some people at this point would say far too many of these cases. Um, but he, uh, he is noted as saying, if you are that much in danger, step back, set up a defensive perimeter with the rest of your police colleagues, uh, behind your car or, you know, in similar fashion behind other vehicles, if your car is too far away to create a defensive perimeter uh, with you and your colleagues and wait there for additional support, uh, you know, any of those actions would have been taken and this young man would have not po possibly been attacked so savagely in front of his children and possibly uh, these people would have possibly, you know, these children wouldn't be possibly traumatized by seeing their father, you know, so viciously attacked and uh, somebody would be able to walk today. Again, not saying he was an angel or anything like that, because, you know, there's so many reports of maybe he wasn't even supposed to be at that residence. He was having problems with the young lady there, all of these things. But uh, for something to be what was allegedly a domestic dispute between two young ladies or himself and a young lady or himself and the two young ladies, however, it went down to go to somebody not having their legs, not because they lunged at an officer or they attacked an officer, but because an officer felt because of a weapon was allegedly present that their life was in danger. They had to shoot somebody who was walking away from them, not tased, not tackled to the ground and not none of those things. Just shoot, 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 shoot. It can definitely be kind of draining sometimes, you know, but, uh, with so many things going on at the same time, it can just make you wonder where is this all going? Where is the country headed? What is this all leading to? What is this all leading to? It's your boy Phantom Fuego. Is ghetto point of view at gmail.com for any questions, comments, critiques, criticisms, articles, things of interest that you think I need to check out. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. And of course, uh, for those I've just finished recently watching the unlisted 10 out of 10 matches, an amazing, amazing series of these young kids, uh, these two. It was uh, based in Australia, but it's uh, around these uh, senses, mainly around these two Indian kids who are twins and uh, starts at Diwali, funny enough. And, you know, Diwali, for those who don't know, is uh, about the, you know, these two 
uh, Indian twins who go on this great epic saga, and it's a uh, Indian or uh, Indian, you know, Indian folklore, and uh, based off of you know some of that folklore is what they base some of their amazing holidays off of, um, and so. It starts out with that, and then it gets into these kids being drugged and their their performance, uh, pretty much making turning the children into super soldiers. Extremely smart, extremely strong, um, just elite that they could turn on and off with the touch of an app. And uh, they were analyzing them, and they had uh, used giving the children implants, doing normal routine dental surgery for the children in schools. And you notice that's going to be going on a lot lately. Uh, they used that as the guys to give the children the implants and then the implants were connected to apps so they could then monitor the children. They could turn literally turn the children's consciousness on and off and turn them into mindless drones. Then they had a tier system where they had the elite students, the basic students and the subpar students. And uh, the elite students were pretty much in charge of the sub of the basic and the basic of the subpar. I mean, it was it was insane. You know, it, it had so many different levels to it like you're not the right color so you can't do certain things and uh you know it had classism it had pseudo racism it had a lot of great messages in there around this insane technology and them using the children it's always about using the children nowadays and giving the children implants and injections and shots and monitoring them for these super powers that are coming what are they trying to tell us with all of this programming guys it's it's insane 10 out of 10 matches the acting was amazing the, the action was fast-paced and but it all made sense the, the flowing of the, the shots was all continuous the continuity made sense the scheme of the story made sense i love the dialogue i love the character development the transitions between the characters the characters uh interactions between each other their individual goals and tasks coming to fruition versus the team goals and tasks coming to fruition. It was all dope. It was all amazing. It was all really, really good. Highly recommend it. The Unlisted, of course, it's on Netflix. Check it out. I give it 10 out of 10 matches. It's an absolute flamethrower. It's an absolute flamethrower. It's an absolute flamethrower. This is your boy, Phantom Fuego. Take a quick break real quick. I'll be right back, guys. This is his ghetto point of view. Appreciate you as always. Let's get to it. (laughs) Yeah, guys, we're back. We're back. Um, Today's been absolutely one of those days. Just one of those days. Just one of those days. And uh, with the National Guard being called in, you know, all these soldiers in all these crazy uniforms, almost looking like super soldiers. It's like uh, this story, uh, this next story of France and China developing super soldiers. And uh, I hate to sound sound like that guy, but I'm sure that the United States has theirs and they wouldn't mind deploying them right now if this is a what's going to be going on. So France and China are developing biologically engineered super soldiers 
According to reports, this is an article from the New York Post, just two weeks after it was announced China was developing biologically enhanced super soldiers, France has joined the fray in creating terminated troops that can be bred to kill, according to a new report. Last week, France gave the go-ahead for augmented soldiers, and some fear the super troopers could be the new norm in the recent future. The French seek to improve physical, cognitive, perceptive, and psychological capacities. Pretty much, you know, strength, intelligence, you know, how you, you know, your, 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 your perception, your senses, how far you can see, hear, all that. Um, and could allow for location tracking or connectivity with weapon systems and other soldiers. Among the, minist the ministry's research were drugs to keep the troops awake for long periods of time and combat stress and even surgery to improve hearing. This is crazy. The new species of augmented soldiers, they're calling them, dubbed <clears throat> Homo Robocop Coppice. I am not making this up. Homo Robocopus could also have altered DNA to give them enhanced speed and strength as well as robotics. Michael Clark, visiting professor in war studies at King's College in London, or KCL, told The Sun, participating, participating could be using DNA as a farmer would in a herd of cattle. That's crazy. We've reached the point now where we could potentially manipulate people's DNA to breathe them into them, them extra strength, endurance, and other things, just as we do with animals, Clark said. <clears throat> Just as we've done with standard cattle to give them more back, we can do that now very precisely with humans. And to be honest, guys, I mean, this is not the first time we've heard of this. Any Anybody who's a sports fan at all is familiar with uh, the old seven-foot superstar for the Houston Rockets, Yao Ming. It's alleged for a long time in the NBA and then, you know, <clears throat> sports entertainment circles, sports media circles that Yao Ming was built in a lab in China, and I don't mean literally in a lab, but like, you know, his parents were selected, he was given these super soldier genes, his parents were, you know, had their genes messed with to make sure that they would, first of all, they were athletes, and they, you know, they were elite in their own right, and then they were made, it was made sure that they would have Yao based on, you know, the nutrition they were feeding the parents, and pretty much they bred them, according to some stories, to have Yao. And then Yao, from a very young age, was given all of these nutrients and supplements and put on this very strict, rigorous diet, allegedly, to make sure that he would grow out to be this seven-foot superstar basketball player. And it looks like it worked. And, you know, there's a lot of stories of that going on in China and Japan, uh, them constantly breeding these super athletes to use in the Olympics, and especially China uh, has tons and tons of stories of this, just these super athletes and having access to, you know, all these different st steroidal drugs and being, not being afraid to push the envelope and, you know, really having Marvel superhuman type people just around the government in their athletics and everything. And uh, as, you know, as, as it goes, China is regularly getting reprimanded for allegedly cheating, having people quote unquote doped up um, using this enhancement, that enhancement, this steroid, that steroid, this muscle enhancer, that muscle enhancer, this muscle regrower, that muscle regrower, you know, they, they're constantly getting their muff, their medals removed, their rankings removed, their history and participating in particular sports, uh, deleted because of all this alleged 
foul play. So this ain't nothing new. Nothing new at all. And, you know, quiet is kept. A lot of people say that goes on in America too, you know. Allegedly, you know, a lot of these superstar athletes we got here are being created the same way. Um, you know, the Kevin Durant, LeBron James of the world. There's only, some people would argue there's only but so many people in the world who can produce children like that. And so, or you have to be willing to go through certain experimentations to allow your children to be brought to that peak of conditioning. Um, if there's a documentary called uh, Super Parents, um, where you know it goes over these parents of these athletes and all of the different stuff they did to get their kids pushed to the brink of you know to get they try to get their kids to superstardom, and this one guy he was a basketball dad and he had his son. And his son, man, he put his son through so much. And his son ended up only getting a D2 scholarship because, you know, he just wasn't big enough. And so he would talk about how he spent, you know, tens of thousands of dollars, if not more, on all these different supplements, steroidy or this and that, just to try to give him an edge. You know, this is, you know, a very well-to-do father with his own businesses and stuff. So he can afford this. And, you know, because but his son, you know, his son just didn't really have the genes for it to really give him much of an edge so maybe he grew out to maybe six one or six two but you know the father was like five eight or five nine so yeah it may have worked but you know he didn't have much to work with in the first place so you know it just is what it is crazy stuff man crazy stuff but definitely check out that Yao Ming article if you get a chance because uh yeah this stuff has been going on for a while it is very real uh they do breed people um for academic and athletic excellence so this is nothing new allegedly i'll just put allegedly out there but i mean at this point man it's it's too much data to front so the article continues clark added that the bio race is being fueled internationally due to fears of china's program so yep it's going on in other places as well what they're what they're all thinking about is that we might come up in 30 years time, given another 10 years development and experimentation, Clark told the paper. Oh, what they're all thinking about is what might come up in 30 years time, given another 10 years development and experimentation. The China's the Chinese in 30 years time might have a cohort of people who are 20 years old who've got particular characteristics they might have tried to breed into them by manipulating DNA. Due to DNA manipulation, future soldiers could also be immune to disease and feelings. Just cold, heartless killers just, ugh. Can go in rain, can go in snow, don't care about the hot, don't care about cold, don't care about breaking a bone, breaking a leg. Just, just superhumans. A recent report by the International Society for Military Ethics in Europe obtained by The Sun reveals a dystopic arena full of bionic men capable of fighting all the time. Enhanced soldiers would be reduced to bionic men who run fast, do not need sleep, eat and drink very little, and can fight all the time. The report states a new species is born, Homo robocopus. This is some movie-ish right here, y'all. This is some absolute movie-ish. Sir Lawrence Friedman, professor of war studies at KCL, 
told the sun robotics are of more importance there are people going into the combat in ways they wouldn't have been able to before because prosthetics have been improved you can use google glasses there's and yeah they got those new google glasses which are going to give them pretty much an augmented version of reality right on the field i was watching i was watching some videos on it it's amazing these new uh google helmets is going to have like an array of about six cameras they'll be able to pull up 3d and augmented reality maps they'll be able to look through walls have night vision heat sensor i mean the list goes on and on and it's it's a much more lightweight portable helmet because the the ones that they've tried to give them in the past there were tons of issues about weight you know it having all of that technology but again now you got these microchips getting smaller and smaller and smaller you got the technology advancing soup faster and faster you know so they can put a ton of you know, very powerful microchips inside these computer-based helmets with these super high-end lenses and, you know, just connect that to a powerful mainframe. And sky's the limit for what the next level of advanced warfare will be. Yeah, I know they wanted to get to a point where they have robots on the ground fully, but in between that, there'll be these hybrid human-robot fighting machines that are going to be very, very interesting to look at something out of a comic book, but... You know, Lord, heaven forbid they have to ever use that domestically. Whew. <laughs> That's where it's going to get rough. But anyway, and just how are the soldiers supposed to come home and live normal lives after these things? Soldiers already have PTSD and, you know, go through depressions and need tons of medical care and help and treatments. And we salute every soldier for their service because that is not an easy thing to do at all to, you know, put yourself in harm's way to fight for the freedoms of your country. So we salute that all day, but just, just damn, 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 damn. If you want people to act just according to orders going into a threat and danger, the other trend you can see is that this that is pretty active at the moment is drones, autonomous vehicles, and so on. So, yeah, man, the future of robotics is coming. While Frank claims it will abide by the humanitarian law, French Armed Forces Minister Florence Parley warned, we have to be clear, not everyone has the same scruples as us, and we have to prepare ourselves for such a future, she said. Here is some of the tech progress to create Homo Robocopus, according to The Sun. Brain microchips, bionic eyes, the brain microchips France has been given the the all clear to develop microchips to enhance soldier brain power. Bionic eyes being developed in Hong Kong. This gives users infrared night vision. In your eyes. Super hearing. The U.S. tactical communications and protective system are smart earbuds which boost soldiers hearing to near superhuman health implant. DARPA, the Pentagon research arm, is developing cyborg implants to monitor combat efficiency. Not only that, DARPA has these implants. I was watching a brief presentation at a 2017 uh, technology expo where this dude who works at DARPA was showing that they have the chips that they can put into people's heads to not only have people communicate with one another eventually, um, but person injures themselves they can make them walk again after injury by sending the right impulses to the brain get the hands functioning again by sending the right impulses to the brain 
and having those nerve those nerve endings reattach and start to reboot and 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 reinteract with those parts of the body that were once no longer able to be used. DARPA is different, different, different. So they they not playing with this stuff. Enhanced limbs DevCom report reveals plans to equip U.S. soldiers with enhanced limbs for increased strength exoskeleton legs the u.s army has tested an exoskeleton which can be attached to soldiers legs and can increase their productivity by up to 27 times <sighs> just imagine like just being like an ant having a strength like an ant but being a person being able to lift and carry way more than your body weight and your body size just insane synthetic blood Respirocyte is a theoretical red blood cell that could help soldiers not get out of breath and stay underwater for hours. And pain immunity, DARPA's persistence in combat initiative would allow soldiers to have their pain suppressed for 30 days. Excellent article in the post. France, China developing bioengineered super soldiers. Oh, man. Things is getting crazy, guys. Things is getting absolutely crazy out here. Stay safe. Stay well. Stay positive. Check out the Unlisted if you get a sec. It is absolute fire. R.I.P. to the homie MF Doom. Yeah, you know, uh, it reports are out that uh, he did uh, have his untimely demise around Halloween. But, you know, his family kept it, you know, did their personal things had their personal ceremonies and stuff and then let us know around the holidays time. Um, that that Doom Christmas album was bumping all weekend. So, you know, forgive me for not having a, a new project, but that Doom Christmas album was bumping all weekend. And that gets 10 out of 10 flamethrowers. But check out that Unlisted series. Uh, again, super amazing. It's very dope. Acting is great. Continuity is great. The shots is great. I love the kids' superpowers. I love the different dramas they all go through in their individual journeys, plus the collective journeys of all the kids together um, trying to f battle the what is known as the Global Initiative and the, the children's, I can't remember uh, the exact uh, name of it. It was the Global Initiative was the big company, and then there was a children's international company under that, which was helping all of the kids globally and trying to find the elite of the elite and uh, pretty much turning them all on each other after, you know, giving them all these implants and monitoring them. But I don't want to ruin too much. I hope they come out with season two soon. It was really dope. Originally dropped in 2019, but I just got put on to it. It's really, really amazing. The Unlisted. Check it out on Netflix. It's really dope. It's your boy Phantom Fuego. Thank you guys as always for rocking and vibing with me, man. It's always so appreciated. You could be anywhere in the world, but you choose to be here with me, and I super, super appreciate that. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com is the place to get at us for any critiques, criticisms. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. H I S G H E T T O. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. Oh, stuff is crazy out there, gang. I'm going to tune more into this stuff and, um, I definitely have the news, views, previews, and reviews for you on Sunday. But if things get too, too crazy, I may even have a earlier show. And I got some dope guests coming in for this weekend. So please stay tuned for that. It's going to be an amazing, amazing week. 
And you guys make it so worth it. I love all of you. My fans are the greatest ones in the world. Please, please, please continue to send in your critiques, your love, your hate, your criticism. And if you haven't already subscribed to the show, make sure you hit that notification bell. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Sundays and Wednesdays, Wednesdays and Sundays, we does it like no one else does it. And you know we loves it, loves it, loves it. Yeah, we get to it like it's nothing to it. Here on his ghetto point of view. Thank you guys so much as always. Shout to AJ's Kitchen for blessing us and holding us down with the amazing spread. The vegan food. AJ's Kitchen proudly serving NYC. Favorite foods with a touch of healthy. AJ's Kitchen at gmail.com. You can also catch AJ's Kitchen. That is A-J-S-K-I-T-C-H-I-N-N on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, check them out. They've got amazing, amazing food. And I think they're also putting together... Uh, more stuff on their YouTube feed, uh, so you'll be able to get some more in-depth, behind-the-scenes information about, you know, their recipes, their love for food, um, and them bringing their healthy twist to some of our standard American favorites, um, and proudly serving that throughout the NYC area. It's your boy, Phantom Fuego. As always, guys, I'm just so humbled and honored to be your merry, merry host. And despite everything we go through, despite everything we've been through, we're going to get through it. We're going to get through it. We're going to be better. We're going to be strong on the other end. 2020 was the horrible year for some people. Some people lost so much, and then some people became even bigger billionaires. Some people became new billionaires for the first time. Some companies' stock shot through the roof. Some companies closed and will never open again. And some companies found ways to evolve and get to it, and now they're getting the bag on another level that they've never had before. It's all perspective. It's all during the chaos, finding order, finding opportunities, plugging yourself into the places people are going to need you and your communities and beyond because there's always opportunities in good or in bad times. There's always opportunities. It's just being a, a matter of being intelligent enough to step back, look at the chessboard, see where you can plug yourself in, the things you're passionate about, the things you're good at, the things your team is good at, the things you can expand at your company possibly can be good at already based on the things you already know how to do or things you know that you and your team could learn easily based on the skills you already have. It's all about growth. It's all about expansion. It's all about development. It's all about getting to it, that next level 2021 vision and beyond. We here. Let's get used to it. Be wet. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Thank y'all once again. This is always an amazing journey. We do it all so well, don't we? It's a great ride. I'm out of here, gang. Y'all have a good one. Peace, love, light, blessings. <sighs> Take a deep breath. Try not to look at the news too much. Stuff going crazy in Washington. Fam out there, be safe. People protesting in Kenosha, be safe. People protesting in New York City, be safe, be safe, be safe. Protests is going to be picking up all around the country. Um, just be safe, gang. Peace.